Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google or social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, who is the owner of the Media Captain and a diehard Giants fan. Jason grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and is also a big Ohio State fan. So not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about the upcoming draft and his thoughts on whether or not the Giants should draft Dwayne Haskins. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consult and just mention anything Giants-related, and he'll know that you came from the Giant Insider podcast. So, buddy, I uh, put out a poll last night, and it was almost as popular, and it's not done yet, Almost as popular as the OBJ poll that we put out right. uh, the night that the music died for most Giant fans. So, right. <laughs> so um, I just said, it you know, seems to be uh, the second round is a, a popular choice. Yeah, huh? So just put out there, you know, what is the most you would give up to acquire Cardinals quarterback Josh Rosen? We got 3,481 votes right now, five hours to go. 1% said a first rounder, uh, sixth pick overall. I think you people are high. Uh, 11% said a first rounder, 17th overall. The most popular, like you said, 56% said a second rounder. And fourth uh, was a third rounder. The fourth option was a fourth round, a third rounder at 32%. So second rounder above and beyond the most popular choice. That's the most people would give up. Uh, I just want to add guys, 94 responses to a poll as far as like answering it. Please don't do that. You know, start a new, start a new tweet or start a new, um, sentence or, or whatever timeline you know, timeline, timeline. What the hell you call it don't respond to polls i'm not gonna go through all these but some people are funny They're like i'd give a second and a fifth okay thanks thank you charlie casserly or uh, bill polian <laughs> uh you know i'd give a seventh uh, okay then you know it's just it's funny the way uh people respond to this and the flavor of the week seems to be um josh rosen and and daniel jones and they are the most polarizing choices i think uh, for giant fans like daniel jones man there are i'd say 25 percent who love him and 75 percent, and i think we fall into that like not that's not the guy we want right. josh rosen i think it's split down the middle right it's just a matter of what they want to give up and i i don't know where this is going to go i i still think I, I think the giants are the front runner here i mean i know that on i think colin coward was making some comments about uh the chargers the Giants and the Patriots are in play for Josh Rosen, which I think is interesting. Someone brought it up that the Chargers and, and the Giants are in play for Rosen, and you know, it's Eli and Phillip Rivers. But um, right. I don't know, man. I still think it's going to be a third-round pick. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a second. I think the rumor is that the Cardinals are asking for a first-rounder, but I, I just I think that's too high, man. Well, I'm sure they are. I- <clears throat> if they draft Murray, which I mean, it looks like they are, I'm sure they are going to ask for a first-round pick right now. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're getting it. Matt, Colin Coward also said that the Giant that he heard that the Giants offered their seventeenth pick, the number one pick, the seventeenth pick. So I mean, how how much validity is is to that, Jerry? You know, um, that's, that's I don't know. Crazy. That's so- I think that's absolutely crazy for a guy that you know they're going to have to unload when they draft Murray. So they're going to shoot for the stars now. If some team wants to give up a one. God bless you. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm just hoping it's not the Giants. I don't want to see the Giants give up 
uh, their 17th pick for a guy you could probably get for a third, you know, once, or a once, second. Once Murray's drafted. Once Murray's drafted. And we both or said right that, before man. Once, the draft, we both know, so. said that. Once Murray's drafted, the price plummets. So the Cardinals, yeah. I think if the Giants offered 17 and the Cardinals didn't take it, it's one of two things. One, the Cardinals are stupid because – are they looking for the Chargers draft pick? I don't, I don't even know where the Chargers draft. They have to draft beyond 17. They made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Patriots are drafting last. So if the Giants offered their 17th, wouldn't they have taken it already? Like, what are they? Are they asking for the Giants' sixth? Are they, are they high? I, I don't know. We don't know. Like, a lot of this is rumors. No, right. Know, but who, I mean, who the, has the, no the, idea? The but math, if that was true, Jerry, the math I would have taken even, the, the 17th. Math, the math doesn't make sense, though, there, right? Like, right. I mean, if that's true, why wouldn't Arizona jump on the seventeenth? Yeah, so that so that tells me either they're stupid or or the one percent chance that Murray's not the guy. I don't know. I think he yeah. is, but yeah, so do I. You know, but it is Steve Kime you're talking about in Arizona. You know, so you know you don't know. But um, I find it hard to believe the Giants offer the seventeenth, um, and you know I cannot believe that Arizona wouldn't take that. Right, New England rumor. I, I can't see it. Brady wants to play like another three four years. It's funny, so, man. He's like 42, and the Patriots are like, no, he can play another three or four years. Yeah, like, I mean, he likes I 38. Mean, it's like, oh, man, just end it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, I mean, he just won a Super Bowl, Brady. Uh, he wants to play another three years, so I can't see them with the Rosen thing there and having Rosen sit behind him for like another three years. I can't see that. I guess it's possible, but, you know, listen, if the Giants want Rosen bad enough, if Gettleman's in love with him, okay. Can I, I guess is the seventeenth out of the question? Guess not, Jerry. Is the second round pick out of the question? Definitely not. Yeah. I'm hoping if they go the direction, they wait and give up only a three for him. But we, we will find out. But yeah, we got killed. We got killed on Twitter for that too. I mean, we got murdered for suggesting that a two was too high uh, by the Rosen folks, and and people love Ro- a lot of people love Rosen. They love yeah. his talent. The issue that we've always had with him, and it, it's it's out there, right? It's not. It's not something. It's not a rumor anymore. It's more than a rumor. It's, uh, you know, what is it? In science, you go from a hypothesis to a theory. Well, now it's more of a theory than it is a hypothesis that he's not a great locker room guy. Uh, there's concussion issues, and uh, he has a, I think, a, a knee issue. So there's baggage with him, and that's what we're apprehensive about. That's all. So yeah, I mean, you know, the kid took a beating last year, and to his credit, he kept getting up. Yeah. No question about it. The kid's got some guts, man. I mean, I saw him take beatings in um, UCLA too, you know, um, some games. And and the kid got it up on the concussion thing, you know, is something that is lingering, that is in his background. We don't know he had a few in college. Um, but my main concern with him, and I've said it numerous times, and I'll say it now, he's got a punk attitude. Yeah. Okay? And people could, you know, Rosen, people could deny it. Oh, no, he's misunderstood. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> Rosen's a punk. He's a very cocky kid. And, you know, when you saw some of his answers last year with the Arizona press. Yeah, but he was when drafted. His, when, yeah, right. When, and then when you saw his answers after some games and during the week with the Arizona press, which is like three people. Yeah. Compared to, like, we have about 15 people in the media room alone. Yeah. And that's just the regular guys that cover the Giants. That doesn't even include, like, the ones that pop in, like the Kim Joneses and all that. Um, And... To me, that could be a problem with his attitude when he does not play well and there's going to be some serious questions coming his way. How will he handle that here in New York? I could be wrong. That's just always a concern I have with the Rosen kid. Kid is talented, no question about it. And it all comes down to what Gettleman thinks, 
how bad he wants him and all that. And a lot of guys had him as their number one quarterback last year, so it's not an issue of ability. Guy's got a cannon of an arm. He's accurate. He can throw on the run. He can make hard throws. He can throw the out pass, which is the the you know, the, the most popular, the, the one that you look for in a quarterback. Uh, so it's not an issue of ability with him. It's the off, not off field, but the, the attitude, like you said. And how the hell is he going to handle the New York media? That's always been the question with Rosen. And that's why I said, man, I wouldn't give up more than a third. I think if, if you have to give up a second, I mean. If they're in love, Jerry, <laughs> if Gettleman's in love with him, he'll give up the second. Yeah. He might even give up the 17th, bud. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't want it, but we don't make that call. We don't, but speaking of Gettleman, uh, he was on the mm-hmm. NFL Network yesterday, and That's he had a, a lot of things to say about um, Eli Manning still, saying he's still a quality NFL quarterback, uh, basically talking about his age, it wears me out. Um, the bottom line is, yes, we have to address it. It's reality, so when the time is right, we will. I mean, we can't predict what he's doing. It's, he's, he's almost impossible, but I'm with you now. I get the feeling, and we're going to talk about this, and we're going to beat it to death, but it's all we got right now. I really get the feeling they're going defense and offensive line with those first two picks if it's not a trade for Rosen. You don't think this Drew Locke I don't could know, be in man. Play? I don't know. Hmm. Well, you do. I don't think Haskins – I don't know, man. I, I don't think they're going to go Haskins with a sixth pick. I really don't. You know, yeah. um, I, you know, now that now some people are throwing out there, well, you know what? You, you, I think somebody even on NFL.com had a mock draft where Locke was the sixth pick. I don't envision that at all. Um, Sherman said something the other day about the draft, and he said, hey, we got to get a guy to go get who could disrupt the other quarterback. Um, you right? I, I kind of looked at that, and I was like, okay. You know, so I don't think they're going to go quarterback six. I'm still going to stick with the edge guy. And then now we'll see how the rest of the draft plays out if they don't trade for Rosen. You know, I guess Locke will be in play if they could try, if they package up something, Jerry, to move up to get Locke. Like, you know, after the sixth pick, we'll, you know, we'll see, man. Uh, to me, they're going edge guy with that. They, they're going defense with that sixth pick, man. And you wonder if they'll get lucky enough for someone like Quinn and Williams or Josh Allen to fall. Because um, the, now they're saying, and again, dude, we don't know. But yeah. the, the latest rumor is Devin White will not be there at six, even though I think he still will be. They're saying right. he's going to go higher. Somebody said he's going to go higher than, than we think. Um, he could be. But then if that's the case. That means I'm, somebody else's quality is going to be at number six. I mean, there's so many guys. And especially if Murray goes one, then you're, you got one of the next five best guys on defense. So yeah. You got to be yeah. happy with that. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I throw that sweat kid right in there, right in that mix, Jerry. Is, is it sweet or sweat? I say sweet, but I don't know what it is. It's spelled like it's spelled like sweat. It's Montez Sweat, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, am I saying it wrong? I'm sorry no, if I'm you, saying it wrong. No, I thought you, it was sweat. No, you said sweet the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. Ago. No, Montez Sweat. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I said that wrong then. So yeah. I've, I've been pronouncing it wrong as well. Okay. Well, sorry to him. No, um, no, no. It's if not we your did fault. do that, I, 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 yeah, that was a mistake. But um, I thought that kid right in that mix too, man. You know. The uh, um, the heart palpitations scary at all. No, no, not really. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. You know, they said everything's pretty good with that. You know, I, I, that doesn't scare me at all. Yeah. Um, the kid's a freak athlete, man. So, he, you know, so he's in that group of, to me, impact defensive players that the Giants will, without question, have a shot at um, with the sixth overall pick. Tell you what does scare me. Uh, Daniel Jones and uh, I don't know where this talk's coming from. The right. talk of him more and more at seventeen that scares the living hell out of me. 
Why? Because he was in shorts throwing some balls in a pro day? Uh, why does it scare me, or is that why people like him? Yeah, you know, that's why people like him. Uh, that that yeah. much hot on him because he had a good pro day. I, mean, I can't see Sherman get him looking at his film last year and saying, "Oh yeah, no, we're going to make this kid the six pick." <laughs> Are you guys kidding me or what? Would you make him? But what if they make him the seventeenth pick, Jerry? You know how I feel about Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I, I would make him. I would make him a, a Kyle Letter round if he was still around. Yeah. No. I don't like him. I've seen him play. In th- no, he's I, I, He's yeah, not either. a number one pick in my eyes. I'm sorry. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't yeah. see it. That's what that's what a lot of people are saying. Kim Jones, I believe, said it on NFL Network the other day. Uh, it's it's catching steam, but it's all speculation. And everybody yeah. said, you know, I, I want I want inside track to this. You know, we're getting some tweets and some questions. It's like, guys, no one knows. Which just speculation. We're we're judging based on clues and snippets that we're getting from Gettleman and Shermer and the organization and the fact that we believe now, again, someone else said, and, and credit Phil Sims. He said this at the end of the season, Eli Manning will be there in 19 and 20. And someone brought that up. Like is the, is the plan for Eli two years now? And I think that's way, way too soon to say, I know Lisa listening will probably love it. And a few people on Twitter, Hmm. Um, but Look, I, I'm going to say what I said before. I want there to be a transition plan. And somebody said to me, Jerry, how could you, how could you want Rosen after you, you bashed him a month ago? And I, I don't necessarily want Rosen. But if you're asking me Rosen or nothing, I'd rather have Rosen. I'd rather have a plan going into next year. I don't want to necessarily wait to see what happens and then hope that we get one of the yeah. big three. That's all. And, and, and your main point is like, just like my main point. Okay, if they get a three or four, which probably won't happen to four, but if, they, if one of those picks is for Rosen, I really wouldn't have a problem with it because it's the third or fourth. Okay, let's exactly. get this kid in here. Right. My main – listen, I think you're with me on this, Jerry. I know you're with me on this. My main issue is I do not want to get – not this football team. We're not coming off an 11-5 and five season. Right. My main issue is I don't want to give up one of the ones, and I do not – want to give up one of the twos. And for people out there say, well, you know, twos are one of those. Well, it's a big deal. No, you don't give up twos. Especially in a very deep defensive right. draft. I, it's not a throwaway, a two. The four, five, six, seven, or oh, five, six, seven, okay, I'll give you that. Well, we, not they, a two. They, were, they were throwaways under Reese. Oh, Jerry, why, why you got to give me Arjuna? <laughs> well, now why you got to give me Arjuna? Now they're not throwaways, right? So if you get you, – you, like, the biggest needs on this team – you could say quarterback, fine. But the other ones are, I don't know, name your spot on defense, whether it's linebacker, edge rusher, cornerback, whatever. And the other is offensive tackle, the, the right tackle. They have to come away with a right tackle. Now, whether that's a, a Cody Ford who's sort of a guard and tackle, or maybe you move, you, you, maybe they take, if you even take Jawan Taylor at seven, I don't care, or six rather. It's not my favorite choice, but I wouldn't think it was a bad pick. You have to come away with your right tackle and you have to come away with an edge rusher slash linebacker who's going to wreak havoc in that first round. And then in the, I'm sorry, out of your top three picks, you got to come away with two defenders and an offensive tackle. Offensive lineman. Right. Tackle. Right. No question. So, and a second round, you got to, you know, you have to get another either offensive tackle or you're going to have to get your second defensive player. So. Yeah. We got a lot, we got a lot of holes, man. You can't be just giving up the second. And we still got to get another corner. Because Sam Beal's never played. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of picks to address this, you know. Um, yeah. But then you have to go with their main needs are, and one of them is edge guy. Right? It's edge, tackle, 
quarterback. Yeah. Or some people might look at it as quarterback, edge, and tackle. <laughs> when did when did edge okay. when did defensive end turn into edge? When like oh well, that's because because so many so many played at linebacker slash defensive end yeah. like Olivier, you know. So like so you say edge, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just annoying, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right, you know. So or you know, or or the four three, it's an edge defensive end. You know, it's just yeah. uh, you know, but but when you think edge, you think a guy get gets to the quarterback. Right, and a guy like and, like Devin White can play pretty much anywhere, right? He may even play middle in a three four. So he he's a guy who just makes total sense because Devin can, White, if he if he's the, if he's their pick, Jerry, he goes next to Ogletree next year. Yeah, you right. know, so that's the way that's going to work out, you know. Um, and then you got Lorenzo Carter, and you got Marcus Golden going on the other side, you know. And don't forget about Kareem Martin, buddy, huh? And you got I'm sorry, and Kareem Martin rotating in. The system man, you know, so you have him, you know, and then you have, you know, so it's, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. But, um, Jerry, in my opinion, it, this defensive, it's so deep in the defensive up front guys, edge guys, and, you know, on all that, and even one linebacker. I'm so I just don't want to pass it up, but I, I just don't want to pass it up. I'm sorry. One more thing for those of you who call me, and I think that was the, the rating. Uh, one of the, the worst rating we got on iTunes, and most of them are stellar, so thank you all again. The bad rating on iTunes was, we are Gettleman mouthpieces. All right, fine. Well, here's one where I disagree, everybody. Gettleman also said on the NFL Network, Eli had a heck of a year. Oof. Come on, man. Uh, I mean, choose your words more wisely, Dave. Really? A heck of a year? Like, yeah, the yardage was there. The completion percentage was there. He had 21 touchdowns in 16 games, which is like mm-hmm. for the 80s and 90s, that was like 10. I just, it's a little annoying to hear like, oh, no, we're, we're fine at quarterback. And if he's throwing up a smoke screen because mm-hmm. he's going to take one, fine. But can you, can you just put some thought into it, Dave? That's all. That, that, that quote annoyed me a little. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. He sh- actually should have said, hey, he finished strong. There you, you go. Know? Right. Um, he didn't have a heck of a year in the beginning of the year. And I know offensive line and all that, but you can't keep just blaming everything on an offensive line. Right. I mean, Eli had other issues besides that, you know, um, and, and he, you know, so you can't just say, well, you know, Omame and Flowers were there. So that's why Eli was average at best in the first eight games. No, he also, you know, made some bad reads and he, con- you know, he has a habit of looking at defenders up front instead of looking downfield when the pressure's co- when the pocket's collapsing. And all that, and there's no question about it. So I, what Dave should have said is that, hey, Eli finished strong this year. He played a heck of a second half, there you go. and we're going to move on from there. You know, I, you know, when you say something like he had a heck of a year, which means 16 games, no, I'm not going with that. He did not have a heck of a year. Chris, you he, might you might challenge Pat Hamlin for head of communications, buddy. Nice job by you. That's exactly what he should have said. Right. That's, I would have grabbed him. If I was Pat, and I like Pat Hamlin a lot, you know that. Pat's no, he's, the, he's, he's absolutely he's the, best. the man. I would have grabbed us. Dave yes. after I said, Dave, well, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, all kidding aside, you know, Gettleman could use better words because it, it obviously infuriated a lot of people, especially the anti-Gettleman crowd, right? They they read that, and they heard that, and they're like, you see what I'm saying about this guy? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. So, 
I know you listen. We all know, Dave, that you and Pat are in Eli's corner, and God bless you. But you know, sometimes you gotta watch the way you say things. You know, even though you're defending the guy, you know, because you you know people look at you like a little buffoonish when you say things like that. Nah, you're be, end up being a contender for buffoon of the week. Never, never. But you know, I mean, I'm gonna be good to the Giants, but at the same time, oh, I just want to let you know. That. Can I say something? Yes. If Gettleman gives up this number one pick oh, yeah. for Rosen, I could tell you who my buffoon of the week is gonna be the first week of May. <laughs> Yes. Well, we probably do a draft night podcast. Well, it's going to be tough, but. Yeah. Well, if you want to. We're going to have to do it that Friday. It's got, no, we'll make it the Friday. That's all. Because yeah. I'm going to be over there. You're going to be in Nashville probably. So that's going to be a little little rough. But we'll see. We'll work it out. We will have it covered to say the we'll, least. Well, yeah, we'll work it out. You know. God. Awesome. As long as you're not some hockey talk bar, you know, stuffing your face with wings or something and, instead of doing your job down there. Or ribs. Yeah, right. You know, listen to some country music, beautiful girl no, singing, got, and, and you're stuffing your face with ribs and all that stuff. Right, let, let me be perfectly clear. Um, country music, probably ninth on the list of genres of music, buddy. Other than maybe a little right. bit of Zach Brown, but well, it, it you is kind of uh, get caught. You get you kind of get caught up in a moment down here in Tennessee, if I understand that strip. You know, Springsteen rap <laughs> and heavy metal, or the you know, all, uh, some mixture of that. I want you FaceTiming me from the arena there. Make sure you're in there there, Foley. Nice. <laughs> nah, I'm only we'll kidding, man. We'll You'll have a good time, man. We'll periscope. All right. Um, 21 minutes in. We got a lot of Twitter questions. Let's get to some of the best ones. Thank you all for participating again. And it's funny, man. The first ones always pop up. It's the same guys every week. Um, actually incorporated Jim Vassals into the uh, already. So, Jim, thanks for your question. Uh, Giants fan online, Eddie, our boy. If the Giants trade up from six, would you rather include pick 17 or 2020's first rounder as part of the package? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Probably on Saturday. Hashtag buffoon crew. I don't want them to trade up from six. I want them to sit tight and stay back and get what comes to them. I don't want them trading up from six at all unless they yeah. trade up to get, uh, you know, if you trade up and get Bosa, I don't know, maybe. But I don't, I, no, I, no, I'll, I'll go, I'm going back. Yeah. I don't want them trading up from six. Yeah, no, uh, Andrew Luck's not coming out of this draft. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be trading up either. Um, here we go. I know you said don't ask. See, I told you guys, don't ask about Rosen because we were going to cover it, but they still did, and this one's a little this – one's, this one's pretty good. Yeah, I, I actually responded to him already saying good question, so this one gets, this one gets passed. Mike Doherty at mm-hmm. NoRupt86. I know you said don't ask, but some people think we should pass on trading for Rosen this year because we did last year. But isn't that more a product of Barkley being Barkley? My take, high reward, low risk. At most, give up a two. If it doesn't work, if it doesn't work you can move on easier. Yeah, I think I, it would be very interesting if Barkley went one to see what the Giants would have done last year. I, think, I still think they would have mm-hmm. gone Quentin Nelson. I, 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 how about... It wouldn't have surprised me if they went Quentin Nelson. If Barkley went one, I thought it would have been Baker Mayfield or Darnold, but I, I don't know. Mm. I don't think it would have been Rosen, I, I, but I, I have no idea. I, I know you said Gettleman looked like he had a little shine in his eye when he was talking about Rosen at the press conference. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I think it was more of a product of, of Barkley being Barkley, yes. But I, I would take a shot at, with Rosen, but like we said, third round, not second. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Hey, listen, folks. If if they pull a trade for Rosen and they give up a two, 
And this kid lights it up and is our future for the, I think, God bless him. Get one made me look like a, uh, I guess me and you, because you kind of agree with this one, Jack, makes us look like buffoons. Buffoons of the week. And then, I put my, and then two years from now, when we're still doing this, oh, a year from now, if the Rosen plays excellent in 2020, I'll say, all right, I'm the buffoon of the, uh, of the, of the week. No question. I'll name myself numerous times like I named Francesa. You yeah, know, so, yeah. so, um, hey, listen, folks, I don't, me and Jerry don't think they should do that. If Gettleman does it and his kid is the real deal and he handles New York and all that, then it's a great move by Gettleman. You know what I mean? So that's the way you look at it. Uh, really good question as well. As far, as far as that question, Jerry, that was a great question, by the way. But yes, I think Barkley, the Barkley effect did take place last season. I think the Giants would have went quarterback if it wasn't for Saquon. Yes, I, uh, I do feel that. Great question and a great um, picture. He has his Buffoon Crew shirt as his uh, picture for Twitter. Javier Burgos, new Buffoon Crew member at CT underscore Giants fan. Do you think Dave Gutterman and the Giants organization is trying to sell us on not needing a quarterback in the first round to keep teams from jumping in front to get Haskins? I always thought they'd go defensive end or linebacker at six. Now I don't know. This is the first year I can say I don't know where they're going. That's a great point. And if they are, then it is the coup of the century because I think they're going defense. I'm with Chris on this. If they're just talking defense to, to kind of uh, throw up a smoke screen, then yeah. good for them. They're geniuses. Yep, this is all part of the uh, you know this is all part of the poker game this time of year. So it's very possible. I'm not going to say, oh no, Gettleman's definitely going to go D, and uh, you know, and, and, and you know he's not trying to throw. He could be throwing a big smoke screen. This is all part of the game, right? This time of year. So yep. very possible, my friend. Very possible. Uh, here's a good one. And I'll let you take this one because I think you're pretty passionate about this one, Chris. Matthew Miller at Matt underscore Miller 78. I'd like to hear what you guys think about the new pass interference replay rule. Mm. Being that you can challenge to overturn and, and to catch missed calls. Mm-hmm. I feel like this will just be another catch versus no catch debacle. And no one no. will know what technically pass interference is anymore. Thoughts. No, I don't agree with that at all. I'm sorry. Who was that? What was his name, Jerry? Matthew Matt? Miller. Matt. Oh, yeah, I've seen Matt's tweets before. No, Matt, you're, you're a smart football dude. I've seen you. I've read your tweets numerous times. But I'm not going to agree with you on this one. I think this is a great rule. Why? You say, okay, Chris, why? Okay, because it's such an impact penalty. It's a spot foul. It's huge. We've seen so many games change. And it, you know what they did? I, I mean, I couldn't believe I'm watching Goodell the other night on a press conference, and I'm agreeing with everything he said. I never agreed with that before once. <laughs> you know? And and, and and the the rules committee, and Troy Vincent, who's real sharp. I really like Troy. He's the executive Tra- vice Tra- president. Trenton of the guy. Trenton guy. Right. Trenton, he's an ex-eagle. I, I hold that against him. But uh, I like Troy a well, lot. More importantly, he's from Trenton. Right. Um. Yeah, you're all stomping ground. So, um, <laughs> listen, here's why it's good. They didn't give you another three challenge flags so it's going to make the game longer. It's all part of your challenge package. So now you have to be small. I wanted to bring this up. That's a great question. I'm glad he brought it up, that guy. Because it's the same amount of challenges, Jerry. So if you don't have any challenges and it's not within the two minutes of the either half, guess what? And you see a flagrant call on you, you can't challenge. Yeah. Okay? So they're not going to extend – some people ask me on Twitter, hey, Chris, now you're going to be there at these games even longer now. No, I'm really not. Maybe a few minutes. But this is a call you have to get right because you've seen it impact so many games. Now, just imagine last year's Eagle game, Jerry, when the Odell play, when he got 
you know, when, when he was grabbed at the goal line, remember? Yes. And I, Was that within the two minutes? I believe it was, right? Yeah. So that could have been a case of the booth calling downstairs and saying, wait a minute, we want to look at this. It was a non-call, which is all reviewable now. Right. That could have went either, you know, the Giants could have got a call there. It's a great rule. It's about time they did something. Now they're going to look at, I don't think it's going to change anything about the, oh, now, now we're not going to know what an interference. Yeah, it is. Because now when a guy, offensive guy, okay, pushes off, and Michael Irvin probably would have had 100 challenges on him back in the day, okay? <laughs> so now when, a, now when an offensive guy pushes off on a fade pattern and he pushes yeah. a defender with his left arm and extends it and gets that touchdown in the corner of the end zone on a beautiful fade by Brady or something like that, guess what? Now the other co- now we're playing New England. Now Sherman could go, hey, you know what? That was offensive interference, not call. I want to look at that. Boom. No touchdown. I knew okay, what I was. So do- you- I knew what I was doing when I asked you to go because uh, Look, Jerry, you-, uh, you know this. This I go crazy every week watching these. These refs can't get the interference calls down right. I agree. I'm sorry. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So now, but now here's the interesting part of it that nobody's really mentioned, but I'm going to mention it right now. And I didn't put it on Twitter like a buffoon that I am. I should have put it on Twitter. Now you're gonna these coaches are gonna have to be real selective in their challenges, Jerry. You can't just challenge a spot call. I was just gonna say that you can't have the the Pat right. Shermer spot foul fa- spot. Uh, and call. it's not ju- right, no, but he did it a couple times last year where it was like right. oh, we've we got six yards there instead of four. No, no more. Right. So you know what? You're gonna have to be real careful with the way you challenge some calls that really aren't that important. Like like you're on your 35-yard line and you think you got the first down or you thought the other team didn't get the first down and called it. Hey, no more flags for that because, you know, that's going to be – you don't want to lose that flag now because the importance of an interference call. But then so, I remember specifically one challenge. I think it was in the Tennessee game where it wasn't a first – it was it was on first down and I think it was like a, I don't know, a six to an eight-yard gain and they marked it shorter and he challenged it. Or so, it was something like that where it wasn't even a it wasn't even a third down play. So those BS challenges from coaches can't do now, that. no more. Can't do that. This is too important. Why? Because it's a spot foul. A team could go from their forty to your fifteen. Right. In one play. Matt, so Matt, I, Matt Miller gets a question every week now after asking this one because yeah off. because I love it. I'm glad the league did it. it. Of course, some things might have to be ironed. We'll see. It's only one year. Don't forget it. So if it's a disaster, they could go back the old ways. I don't ever see that happening. People now, you know, a couple of people asked me um, about, hey, Chris, you know, not for nothing, but now what are you going to do on Hail Marys? Every every Hail Mary is a penalty, right? Yeah. Somebody's getting, and the league has already been advised. Supposedly, the referees have already been advised, hey, don't get crazy on the Hail Marys. It has to be really flagrant, yeah. you know? Yep. So that's what I think the league did. It finally did it. It had to be addressed after the Saints game, Jerry. When you have a governor of New Orleans writing letters to Goodell saying you guys are a bunch of screw ups, it had to be, which he did. It had to be addressed. Um, you cannot have this happen again to a team that basically didn't make the Super Bowl because of a call, Jerry. All right. And for you Cowboy fans, guess what? The Hail Mary with Starback, that would have been called back. Yeah, because that was a penalty. Yes, it was. Drew Pearson. Yes, it was, sir. Okay, did I cover that good? No, Chris, spectacular answer. I'm not going to add to it. I agree with everything Thank you, you said. Thank you, Matt. Buddy. Good question by Matt. Our followers, are so, our followers are so intelligent, aren't they, dude? Yes, yes, absolutely. Kyle Johnson decided to ask like four questions today. I'm only going to pick one. <clears throat> Kyle Johnson at Kyle, 464-65950. Hashtag buffoon crew. This is a good one. 
If White and Quinn and Williams fall to six, Chris, who do you take? Uh, Q Williams. Yeah, me too. Barely, I'm sorry. though. I'm I mad at myself for doing it, too. I like the white kid. Oh, that's right, because you had <laughs> Yeah, I like the white kid, but this Q Williams is a dominating player up front, man. I, I would take Q Williams. Yeah, because I want the streak to end. I want, you know, although Banks' streak would live. I on. want my boy Banks' streak to last. No, yeah. no, no. No, no I, I, I feel the same way that Williams is could be ridiculous. And the whole joke about 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, give me a break. He's fine. Um, oh, stop. <clears throat> no, I know. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Can't stand that talk. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Uh, no. Take my answer off the air. No. Oh, Johnny Paraselli. Hey, go Yankees. Yeah, Johnny, they're ahead. Wondering what you guys see as the biggest concern and biggest growth with Shermer from a game management perspective year two. And will he be telling any of his players he loves them while offering hugs? I'll take your answer off the air. Hashtag <laughs> buffoon crew. <laughs> Well, I was just Johnny's referring to my tweet about Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Um, biggest, con- biggest concern and biggest growth from Shermer? The game management. He's got to get a little better with game management. Timeout-wise, we just discussed yeah. a challenge-wise. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe a, a little bit adjustment-wise during games. So some things you've seen in the field. Um, he will, though. He will. I, I, you know, I know a lot of people have lost a little faith in Coach Shermer. I haven't. He's a real smart dude. I think he'll make the proper adjustments. I think he did a lot in the second half of last season, and I think he'll be fine. Was just, let's just get this guy some more talent. Agree. Carlos Rodriguez at Open Your Mind. Carlos, by the way, this is maybe the best question we've ever had, and we've had some good ones today already, but I'm calling it. Off topic, because everyone's caught up on the plan. Do you guys have a game day ritual slash superstition on game day? If so, what is it? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew. I'll take that one first. Yeah, you go with that Carlos, one. I know I'm you a, have to have some. Carlos, I'm a mental patient, right? So I used to tailgate on my lawn in front of my house. Don't do that as much anymore because a lot of the stuff we do is on Saturday morning now. But during the game, if things aren't going right, mm-hmm. several times I'll have people move seats. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. And I do it a lot of times over and over again. If things are going right, I don't let people leave. Um, even my wife will come downstairs and if somebody starts scoring on the other team, she'll run back up. I don't kick her out, but she, she, you know, she's the boss. Let's not, let's not, um, start that rumor. She, she's the, the champion of the house, but watching the game, if I don't like the flow, I typically make people move all over the place. And I have so- told people you can't come over cause they, they won last week and you weren't here. Um, <laughs> uh, or you have to come back cause they won. And, or if they're in, if someone's in another room, you have to stay in there. It's like, kind of like keep them in the bathroom, throw them in the bathroom. Like just they <laughs> scored. So you have to stay out now. So that right. is my biggest ritual. <laughs> That's great, dude. <laughs> no, I really don't have anything, but that, that is funny. I, I've heard stories like that all the time. So that's, that's, that's funny. That's too, I mean, that there's is also, too much. There's also jerseys. Like if they win, like I mean, I have 40 jerseys, right? If they win, and I wore Seahorn, I have to wear Seahorn again. If they win an Armstead, right. aren't, you know, so on and so forth. Right. So I just think clothing week to week, I'll wear the same thing. If they win, if they lose, I change it up. But in-game ritual, it is the seating arrangement and who's in the room and what's the flow like. There you go. So there, there you, you go. have it. Uh, let's see. So that's a, by the way, Carlos, gem of a question, buddy. Um, <laughs> here's a good one. 
John F at NH underscore Giants. At a team level, are the Giants a better team today than they were at the end of the season, considering all the additions and subtractions? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew with a U. <laughs> he spelled it wrong last time. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he spelled it B-A-F-F. <laughs> are the Giants better right now than they were at the end mm. of the season, Chris? Oh, yeah. You know, minus Odell, Collins. No, I can't say they're better right now. Addition Doesn't mean of, it addition, won't be as a addition season. Addition of Zeitler, addition of Peppers. Yeah, listen, we added some guys, but we also lost a very, you know, an impact. I shouldn't say lost. We also traded an impact receiver and, and a really, really good safety, you know. So, um, and Eli's 38 coming back next year. And so, no, as of right now, I would say, no, we are not a better team. And I'm not saying we're not, we can't be improved and be better as the season goes along after this draft, you know. Uh, but right now, I'm going to say, are we a better team without Odell? Land- um, we added Zyla. We had- the offensive line's better. Um, I, I'm going to go, nah, not really. Not right now. No. I agree, but I'll. Yeah, there's a but, add, though. And a caveat. I think <laughs> yeah. they're going to be better than 5-11 and 11 this year. So I think they'll end up being a better team with all the draft picks. Okay. And um, I think they'll have better chemistry than they had last year. I think mm-hmm. Shermer year two will be better. But right now, no. I don't think they're better than they were at the end of the season. So. Uh, Curtis Taylor. At Curtis Curtis Riley, Curt, no, no, he would be. Uh, I wouldn't read it, or or it would oh, be. Um, okay. it would be coming at me from a bad angle. This question, if it was Curtis <laughs> Riley, at Curtis D zero one zero one, still so. I'll, this is all you, Chris. Still, all me, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Still some notable free agents out there that could end up on the team: Nick Perry, Cassius Mar- Marsh, Zach Brown, uh, Brandon oh. Marshall. Do you oh. see the Giants adding some more pieces in free agency, or are we oh. done? Thanks. Hashtag buffoon crew. I, I, I think we're done. I think we're only like 10 over now, 11 over. But if we weren't. If we weren't done, Zach Brown. Yeah. I don't know what the heck Gettleman's waiting for, but I guess money-wise, whatever. But uh, Zach Brown, I wish we had him in. Yeah, I do. Cassius Bosch, no. And who was the first one, Jerry? I'm sorry. It's okay. I got to go back to it now. Oh, I forget. Um, okay, uh, right. Nick Perry. Nick Perry. Yeah, he's always hurt. Nick Perry. He's not a bad guy on the outside, but um, and Brandon nah. Marshall. I assume he means the linebacker. The, yeah, the linebacker from Denver. Um, he's up there too, Marshall. He's like 28, 29. We now. tried Mar- the wide receiver. That one failed miserably. Yeah, that one didn't work out. Marshall's an inside guy. He actually had a lot of tackles last year, but no, I would go with Zach Brown if anybody. Dylan Rivera at D Rivera two two six seven. Serious question: What's your prediction on how long it will take for the fans to trust Dave Gettleman and this organization? Uh, easy when they start winning. I mean, it's kind <laughs> yep. of a no brainer. They have to start winning or else everyone's going to hate Dave Gettleman. So, yep. Winning crews all. Oh, the quarterback question. Sorry. I got to go past it. Uh, not a question. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Seattle at Frank relative um, relative of mine. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. He's the one who said, told me to stop saying thank you. I'll never forget that. Stop saying thank oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if Rosen becomes a giant, will you at least make one reference to Fletcher's Dr. Rosen Rose? <laughs> hilarious. Sorry, I had to read it. Uh, you can answer that one, Jerry. Yes, we will. Witty buffoon crew people. Here we go. Ryan at Golfer for Life. I think Ryan is the huge Eli guy, right? He's, I think so. He's always tweeting at us. Good dude. Is Sam Beal going to be at full health come camp time, Chris? Yes, he's supposed to be. Yes. Okay. 
Good. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to elaborate? No, excellent. Yeah. No, it's a hell of an answer. Oh. Good. He's gonna be oh, no, you hesitate. I thought you wanted me to expand. <laughs> no, he's supposed to be doing really good. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to supposedly be uh, supposed to be a go come training camp. Yep. Moose seventy four with a Rosen question. Can't do it, buddy. I'm Jerry, sorry. just quick. Jerry, quickly. Yes. Um. Oh, here's a good one. You know, go ahead. We'll be at the rookie camp in a couple after the draft, a week after the draft. Yeah. Um. Probably us, me and you, at the rookie camp. If not, you know, what, whatever. Um, I'm sure if he's 100%, he'll be working out in that rookie camp. So that'll be a little bit of a, of a sign. But he's supposedly good to go for training camp. Here's a good one. Bob Elwood at Elwood1733. I like this question. Do you think mm-hmm. Will Greer is a possibility in the second or third round? Absolutely. I like Will Greer. I liked him in college. Mm-hmm. I know he's a little older. I like his moxie. I think he throws a good ball. Didn't do that great at the combine. But if you're going to ask me that next level down, like Haskins, Murray, Locke, who's next? I take Will Greer over any of the other ones, and I take him twice on Sunday. I'd rather have Will Greer exponentially more than Daniel Jones. I agree. If they're going to do something like that, third or fourth pick, yeah, I would, I would say Greer. Definitely. <laughs> and he's got a great mullet. Um, <laughs> 40 minutes in, we got time for one more question. Oh, come on. Cut Eli and trade for Rose and Mike too nice. Really? That's Who? Not, what? No. Cut Eli and trade for Rosen. Game Cut 13 in cap space. Can't do that now. Uh, come on. Here we go. One more. All right. Oh, yeah, it does scare me, Maba. Yes, a good question. Does it scare you that the Giants brass haven't ruled out a possibility of Eli returning to 2020 and beyond? Hashtag Buffoon Crew, yes. All right, let me find one more. All right, here we go. There's a guy. <laughs> Andrew at All About Blue 88. Hey guys, do you th- do you see or think there is any disconnect between what Shermer and Gettleman want in a franchise quarterback, like different traits, personality, etc. As it was reported last year that there was no consensus on the top quarterbacks. Though understand Barkley was their guy. Very good question. Do you think they are in lockstep with who they want? Do you think Gettleman defers to Shermer, Chris? What do you think? Yeah, I think Gettleman you know, he sees what you know what he likes, and then he goes to Sherman, and Sherman's going to like, okay, well, this is what I don't like, this and that, so I, I don't feel this and that. So, yes, I think they are in lockstep. I do. Yeah, it's interesting because Shermer last year said that arm strength is six down on the list, but then mm-hmm. he wants he wanted to show up to he wanted to show up to Daniel Jones Pro Day because he likes to he said he likes to hear the ball come out of their hands. Yeah, listen, Jerry, if 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 Pat Shermer was a defensive coach that came over here to take over the job. I think I would go with Gettleman a little bit more. Maybe Gettleman's given that final call and everything like that. But since Shermer has been an offensive guy his whole career, and he's, you know, he has a very good reputation with quarterbacks and offensive a lot, I think it's definitely they're both in lockstep. Yeah, you got to think like a Corsi hired Coughlin, and a Corsi was all in on Manning. Coughlin had to be all in on Manning as well, and I don't think he, I think in a short time he didn't even talk to Kerry Collins when he was here. So it, and Jerry, he uh, blew by him in the hallway like he didn't know. Him. Yeah, right. He does that to John Mara too. Um, yeah. Hmm. It was really great with the media. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I just um, can't help the, the coughing comments. But, yeah. Uh, By the way, John yeah. Mara's the owner, right? <laughs> I know. I yeah. Know. Pretty ballsy. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but it, it, it'll be interesting to see who they take. And, man, I, I didn't think we were going to be able to talk about that much today. And it's like we have no more time left. But that was a, that was a fun one, buddy. The, uh, the, yeah. quarterback, the quarterback with the Rosen question is just its the hot topic. So we'll beat that yeah. to death for the next four weeks. We'll see what happens, guys. Well, who knows what's going to happen between now and Monday, right? I mean, there'll be somebody else a hot topic, you know? So Yeah. 
But uh, all right, guys, if you want to order your copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. Uh, Chris, awesome job as always. Fun time. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.